This is an AMI podcast. This is an AMI podcast. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. Welcome back. It's now with Dave Brown on AMI-tv. We just spent the last segment talking about some of the stress that goes along with back-to-school season, and there are lots of little things that can weigh heavy on your mind, but sometimes what weighs heavy on your mind can weigh heavy on your body, and occasionally your body can help ease the pressure on your mind. Shane Baker is here to talk about a mind-body connection, and Shane joins us from Vancouver Island. Hey, good morning, Shane. Good morning, Dave. Shane, first and foremost, you have had a very busy summer with a really cool placement program, but now it's back-to-school season for you. How are you feeling? Today is the first day, so um, there's a little bit of anxiety, but... uh, you know, I'm going into my fourth year, so I'm going into my final year of my degree. And um, there's something about knowing what to expect and knowing the routine, you know, so um, kind of an old vet, let's say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just picking up old habits where you left them off. I, <laughs> yeah, Shane, let's uh, come back to this mind-body connection, mindfulness and relaxation. Do you find that you can get caught in your own thoughts? Yeah, definitely, Dave. I think I think many of us can, um, you know, and I and I think that's one of the reasons that I wanted to um, discuss this morning with you. Um, so often um, we can kind of just think that this is our normal routine, um, but um, so often when we can kind of get up in our head, we can kind of add. I call it adding um, um, kindling to the to the fire that I'm creating. And I think in those moments, I'm, I'm throwing on as much kindling as I can, and that fire is getting hotter and hotter and more out of control. And um, and talking and, and doing some of the activities that we'll be discussing today can actually be a great way to kind of stop that, uh, that progression and, and pull yourself back out of your head. Shane, I know when my brain starts spinning, it just, it just, as you say, it piles on. The fire just goes, and I start cycling and cycling and cycling, and I'll play something out over and over and over again, and it's exhausting. I'm curious, <laughs> when you get caught up in those thoughts, what manifests for you? I'm the very same way. I do a lot of compulsive and repetitive thinking, um, and, um, and, and it's like you said, I kind of get tighter and tighter and, and wound up more you know, and, and it's almost like I'm, um, I'm, I'm spinning myself uh, like a top and I, and I just keep going and going and going. And if I don't find that moment of clarity where I where I say, um, stop for a second, um, then I can keep going. And, and, and the, the, the difficult part about anxiety and, and getting up in our head is that we also have these interactions with our loved ones around us. And if we have not communicated to them how we are doing in those moments, they're only getting those, um, you know, that maybe some irrationalities, maybe some, um, you know, maybe feeling a little um, off. And so um, I think it's really important that we get into a habit of, of checking in with ourselves. So let's talk about some of the techniques. How do you end up pulling out of it once that fire is burning? 
practice. I think that is the key. I think so often when we're when we're talking about techniques, grounding techniques, meditation, um, whatever whatever those tools may be, um, if we are going to pull that tool out only when we need it, we may have a more difficult time using it. But if we take out that tool every single day and we practice how we're holding it and practice our technique, pretty soon we're going to get pretty good at that at that tool. And so I think the same ideas is is um, is really relevant here. And I think that if we take that moment to practice and and take a couple minutes, can it, I've found that I can do these exercises just on myself. Even even sometimes on the bus or in a classroom, when um, you know when when those starts when those those thoughts start to go. So what are what are some of those exercises, Shane? How do you, how do you end up connecting the mind back to the body? I think a good one that is always really great is the breath. Um, you know, so much of meditation and yoga and, um, you know, some of these other types of activities and exercises really work off the breath. And I think that starting there is a really, really great place. Um, we can, um, there's many different resources online about relaxational breathing, um, you know, observing your breath, uh, deep deep breath relaxational techniques. Um, but I think another one that's worked really great for me is, um, is just taking a moment. And I actually got introduced to it through my therapist and, um, and it's really about, um, touch. And so sometimes what I can do is just take my hand, put it on my chest and just kind of focus on that breathing, focus on the touch, focus on the sensations, the, the pressure of my hand on my chest, the, the warmth of my palm, um, really stepping out of my head for a moment and really getting into that sensory experience. And, and I think once we make that transition over to, to touch, to feeling, to hearing, to seeing, um, it's really, really effective way of getting ourselves out of our head. Touch, I think, is a really good one. I'm, I'm curious if there's another sense that you have that fi- you find can really pull you out. I was talking about earlier in the show how smell is something that really works for me. And maybe that connects to breathing in a particular sense. But there's mm. certain smells that will bring me calm. And there's certain smells that will bring me enjoyment. It's one of the things that I remember about back-to-school season. Just sort of a, a sense <laughs> of cleanliness, right? You walked into the building that's been cleaned beautifully all summer. And the smell of a new binder or a new notepad or a new pen there's something about that that feels fresh and clean and can really snap me out of my own thoughts yeah definitely I think for me it has been touch and so I actually got into a habit of of carrying something with me um maybe a piece of uh, a twig or um, you know, a favorite rock or, or something like that, and just putting it in my pocket. And when I have those moments, I can just reach in, grab my rock or stick and just hold it in my hand and like really be present with that stick and feel this, the, the surface, feel the weight of it. You know, how does it feel against my, my thumb? How does it feel against my, my pointer finger? Those types of things I think I, I have worked really, really well for me. And I would encourage people out there to, uh, 
to give it a try. What about vocalizing stuff? Certainly if we have a partner in our life or a therapist in our life or a good friend, we can vocalize to them. But I find that even sometimes when I'm in my own head, I'll just say what I'm thinking out loud, maybe once or twice. And I find that it helps even when I'm talking to myself, although I don't do that in public. That's definitely a private exercise. (laughs) Maybe we're not so different. I I think that any type of release um, is great and and vocal expression is obviously one of those and if you're by yourself and and you feel comfortable to 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 express how you're feeling I think that's a great option um, I'm really lucky I have a really open relationship with my partner and and she is so supportive and and sometimes I think she knows that I just need to get it out of me and she will stop and, and patiently listen to me and 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 be really loving and supportive and and oftentimes once I get that once I get those words out of me things start to make sense a little more and and I think it gives us an opportunity to kind of reflect and say what was happening there I think sometimes we can misinterpret things and how we're feeling maybe we are actually just feeling a little anxious um, instead of um, sad maybe we're you know maybe there's something that's coming up tomorrow I think if we pay attention to those clues that we're that our body and and mind are telling us we have a the real ability to to respond to to what we need Mm. Shane, let's finish where we started. I want to ask you our daily poll question, which is all about back to school season. And folks can find that at Accessible Media on Twitter or Accessible Media Inc. on Facebook. So Shane, the question I'm asking folks is what was slash is your favorite part of back to school season? Is it hanging with friends, new school supplies, new teachers, school activities? And of course, Shane, you can feel free to go off the board if you want to. I think one of the my most favorite things about returning back to school is kind of walking into the first people's house for the first time at UVic. Um, you know, there's there's something special about that space that we have. Um, you know, being able to walk through the doors and really feel like you're represented. Um, at the place that you're attending. And so, um, you know, one of my first places that I usually go is just to kind of go and pop my head by the elders room and go in and say hi to some of our elders and old ones who are who are um, being present with us at uh, university. Well, Shane, on your first day back, we wish you all the best, sir. We always enjoy catching up with you. Hope everything goes well and smoothly. The semester gets off to a great start and we'll talk to you again in a couple of weeks. Thank you so much, Dave. That is Shane Baker, one of our columnists out there on Vancouver Island in British Columbia. Hey, Dave Brown here. If you enjoy this podcast portion of our show, remember you can watch it live every day at 9 a.m. Eastern time on AMI-tv. This was an AMI podcast. For more accessible media, visit AMI.ca. Hi, I'm Red Sale, inviting you to download the latest episode of My Life in Books, where internationally acclaimed authors discuss their lives, their work, and three books that have resonated with them. That's My Life in Books, available wherever you get your AMI podcasts.